I'm Nadia Johnson, founder of Jet Constellations and our social impact arm, the Milky Way Tech Hub. We are recording a special podcast series for Wisconsin Tech Month. This series will be highlighting and amplifying awesome work happening in Wisconsin's tech ecosystem. Today, we have Ruben, co-founder of The Way Out. Ruben, let's tell the folks a little bit about yourself today. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you for having me on board. My name is Ruben Gaona. As she said, I am one of the co-founders for The Way Out, where we're breaking the cycle of incarceration through technology and living wage jobs. So a little bit about myself, got born and raised in El Paso, Texas, up to the age of 15. Eventually, we moved up here to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I like to call Milwaukee my home. This is my home. This is where I am. Uh, was in the Navy for a little over six years and then landed a job with the Department of Defense all along while I started selling drugs and landed me in prison and got sentenced to 10 years in federal prison. Mm -hmm. So I came out in 2017 on March 1st and was told that my life and career were over, Mm -hmm. that to settle for a bare minimum job, Mm -hmm. and that's it, that I would never be able to do anything else, which left me to my calling now, and that's helping people who have been formerly incarcerated. Awesome. Awesome. So that was that leads into my next question, which is how did you come up with the overall concept of the way out? Uh, I believe in 2017, once I landed my case manager job and I started working with people that were from underrepresented communities mm-hmm. and seeing that black and brown people were the most effective ones and we weren't getting the help that we needed. Mm-hmm. And when we did help someone find employment, mm-hmm. that we would only provide supportive services for up to 90 days. Mm-hmm. So what would happen on that 91st or 100-day or mm. half of six months into an employment and being employed and they have car trouble or child care issues? And I would run back into them and found out that they had lost their job due to this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we got to do a better way. There's got to mm. be something else. And then a year later, I got a job with the state of Wisconsin working as an employment training specialist and assisting at the Wisconsin Reentry Pipeline Program. And seeing that nothing really changed, it was the same aspect of we would find people jobs, we would assist them, but once they lost their job and you find out why they lost their job, was because they didn't have no one to go to ask for help again. I was like, you know what? There's more that needs to be done. And then right there in a nutshell, I pretty much said, you know what? I'm going to get involved in social impact. I want to find something that I could do. Mm -hmm. And I was blessed enough that in 2019, when American Family Insurance for Social Impact they had hosted an event with Generator mm-hmm. at uh, Sherman Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the one question was asked simply, mm-hmm. how can we reduce recidivism? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's not about just finding someone employment because anyone could get employment. And a lot of companies will provide you that second chance employment. It's by actually guiding and assisting these people all, all until that job turns into a career. Mm-hmm. So let's just not help them get a job within nine and provide supportive services within 90 days. Let's mm-hmm. do it for up to a year or 18 months and let them know that they have a group of people that invested in them to help them be successful. We're not just here to help you. We're a family. Mm. So that's yes. what led me into this. All very important. So I have had the privilege of observing and even being a part of um, your your journey as the way out has been growing and developing. And it's just been, really been a joy to watch. And one thing that I, I truly believe is that um, those who are building out the technology should be representative of um, the people that the technology serves. And so it's important that um, people who are on the team have an understanding 
of the experience at the people they aim to serve. And you do. Um, what are your thoughts, though, on um, the importance of you having your background and building out uh, the way out? Uh, it's real important. You know, one thing that I often echo and say is that there has been various organizations that have been doing this generation mm-hmm. through generation, mm-hmm. but yet our recidivism level remains the same or gets higher. So something's not being done right. Yeah. And I asked myself, I, I remember going into a conference one time and we were speaking to a group of people that from the DLC mm-hmm. and there was three organizations and we were barely getting started. And I was the third one to go to because I was the beginning. We were the, the newest in the, in the whole office space. Am I right? That's to say. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys raised a question and asked the individual, the facilitator, how long have you been incarcerated for? And he's like, well, I've never been incarcerated for. And the response was from the individual was like, mm-hmm. from the justice involved was like, well, then how can you relate to what I'm going through? Mm-hmm. How can you tell me how it feels to me going home and hearing my kids have resentment mm-hmm. because I've been gone and coming home, being mm-hmm. gone and coming home. So you can't even relate to what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You might be able to help me that get a job and all this and provide mm-hmm. that. But at the end of the day, can you give me advice to really know how to deal with the things I'm going through mentally mm-hmm. or the things I'm going through at home? And when they turned around and asked me, and I was, man, I was like, man, I could definitely relate to you. I mean, I'm a father of six. I was like, I left my mm-hmm. youngest, my fifth child. He was five years old when I left. I was like, and my oldest was 10 when I left. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're all graduating high school. So I know the resentment they hold. Where was their dad? Their dad was deployed, came out, left to prison. So I've never been there. So I know what you're doing through, you know, so, and that to them was like, you is the one I want to talk to then because you know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You've been through what I'm going through. You grew up poor. You grew up sell- I, I grew up selling burritos. I tell everybody mm-hmm. at the age of eight. I'm mm-hmm. from the hood. Mm-hmm. I come from the hood. Yep. I was told I could never beat not, no one in my life, but mm-hmm. here I am now. So, so it's real important. Yeah, and it's those unique experiences that help you to craft a, a very value-add product. Indeed. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're able to put not only your personal feelings, but be able to understand what questions are going to be asked next yes. and how can we provide those services for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're always talking, you know, when I'm coaching startups, I'm always talking about the importance of um, customer interviews and gaining that empathy. And you kind of come come into um, this journey with a, a strong sense of empathy because you've actually experienced the same thing or similar journeys as the people that you're looking to serve. So I, I just thought that was really important to highlight. So you are, um, you know, paving the way. Um, you are a, uh, what I like to think of as a community leader. What is it like being a, a founder in Wisconsin, specifically Milwaukee? It has not been easy. I'll be honest with you, you know, because we tend to tell people all, often is like, we're not, a, we're not only uh, co-founders of people of color, you know, me and my partner were both uh, Hispanics, but we're both as uh, two formerly incarcerated people. So, you know, studies have shown that not even 3% of funding money, VC money goes to, yeah. you know, people of color. Sure. So, but how, what does the picture look like when you're a person of color mm-hmm. asking for funding and you're a formerly incarcerated person, mm-hmm. which the stigma with those that's People like to say are felons, which mm-hmm. I don't like using that word. I'd rather say justice involved person. It's a lot lesser probably. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that Milwaukee has surprised me, even though it's hard being a founder in the busy world, mm-hmm. our community here with people of color, you know, is it's like people like you, you know, 
you have that mentality of we're one team, one fire. We help each other. We're gonna yes. we're gonna support each other because I mean I think you said it best one day when I heard you say that there was not a table for me. Mm-hmm. I created my own table. Yes. Now I guess goosebumps every time I yeah. say that. Because that is what we're technically doing now. That's it took doing. us to, you know what? There was not a table for us. Mm-hmm. Now we're creating our own table mm-hmm. and we're showing people, you know what? It could be done. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's so moving. Uh, we are building our own tables um, because there are tables that, frankly, we j- we just don't want to join, you know, yes. that don't necessarily understand us or don't know how to serve. Um, so sometimes you have to build those tables. And I'm so grateful to be able to sit at yours and for you to sit at mine. Um, so to wrap things up, you know, this is Wisconsin Tech Month. What are you most excited about? There's a lot of events going on uh, throughout the month. Are you planning on participating in any of the events? Yes, I'm part- planning on participating on Monday's event, walking down with you in Madison, and then Friday's event on the 8th as well. You know, I think we all need to unite together. You know, it's, I, I would not like to see this month as a month as it comes and it went by. Mm-hmm. But as a month of movement, yeah. that's it's, it's a trendsetter. Like, mm-hmm. let's get things going now mm-hmm. and let's open our eyes and understand that we are here to stay. We're not here to yes. just go anywhere. Yes, absolutely. And that's the spirit of Wisconsin Tech Month is to activate uh, communities across the the state. Um, and to leverage this momentum to continue um, our collective partnership with different organizations um, to advance not only the tech industry, uh, but specifically um, the tech communities here in Wisconsin. Um, so that is definitely felt. I want to thank you, Ruben, for taking the time to share with us today and being a part of our Wisconsin Tech Month series. Thank you, Nadia, for having, having me here. And thank you on behalf of The Way Out.